Hello and welcome to today's podcast. This is Amber and the podcast channel is Sacred Space Healing. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. For those of you that are new to the channel, I'm a Reiki master teacher and a shamanic practitioner. I'm an energy healer and a coach and my work is focused on life purpose, core wound healing, sacred union and abundance sessions, as well as one-to-one coaching and healing. I've been running my own healing practice since 2007, and these podcasts have been going for uh, a number of years, probably close to 10 years now as well. They're here to assist you on your journey to self-knowing, spirituality, healing, and empowerment. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. So welcome to today's podcast and to the channel. If you're new to the channel or the podcasts um, and you would like to know more about the work that I offer, then do head over to the website. If you have been following the podcast for a while and you'd like to show your support, then please donate to appreciate. You can head over to the website sacredspacehealing.org and there's a drop-down menu there where you can donate as much or as little as you feel called to at this time as a way of giving back and giving thanks. I'd like to keep the channel and the podcasts free and readily available as much as possible as we can in these days. And so all your donations go towards ensuring that that happens. And it's also a really lovely way of giving thanks if any of the work and the words have resonated with you. In today's podcast, I'd like to shine a light on the feminine energy and how she gets distracted. So um, I do have a podcast out on the masculine energy and how the masculine energy gets distracted as well, so do check that out. Uh, When I say feminine energy, I mean the energy, uh, the energy of yin and yang, of the polar opposites, and I'm not talking about how that energy is housed or how one chooses to interact with it, and I won't be using pronouns for that reason, and the intention is not to offend or upset anyone, but simply to talk about these very ancient concepts of masculine and feminine energies. So please take this podcast and these words with that resonance. The feminine energy then is the energy of nourishment, nurturing, the darker spaces, the womb spaces of gestation, of incubation, of um, slowing down. Uh, The feminine energy is where life is birthed, where ideas are birthed, where seeds are planted. It's a slower energy. It is an energy of uh, production, of... um, nourishment. We see examples of the feminine energy in the land, in Mother Earth, in nature. Uh, We see examples of the feminine energy in in, um, the process of uh, pregnancy, you know, what it it takes, the, the time that it takes, that if you compare the masculine and the feminine energies in the process of creating life, The masculine energy deposits its seed and is done, that's it, Uh, and moves on to the next, whatever the next thing is. It's the feminine energy that is left to hold that space. It is the space holder and holds that space for a period of time, nourishes it, feeds it, um, that a lot of it happens uh, under veils of mystery. Um, A lot of it is, almost feels magical and mysterious. A lot of it happens in darkness. And so these are our associations with the feminine energy, that it's a slowing down, a nourishment, a mysticism, an unknown, a mystery, the great mystery. It brings life into the world. And that there is a process to it that cannot be rushed. So we see the feminine energy in our world in... um, in those, in those places of space holding, 
those places of nourishment and caring, um, those circle spaces. Um, we see the feminine energy in those um, spaces of mystery, um, in those spaces of uh, ritual and ceremony often have that very strong draw of that feminine energy. And it's even why we often associate healing and magic and mysticism uh, with the feminine arts, um, even though that the, they are open to both masculine and feminine, there is, they are seen as feminine paths and feminine arts. So the, mas the, the feminine, when she's in her power, when she's aligned, when she's connected to God's spirit universe and to our higher self, has this ability to, to manifest uh, great change in the world, to birth great change, to heal, to, to create magic, to be magic. Um, she has the ability to access the darker spaces, to go into the lower world, to face the darkness and to move through it. We see this in our mythology as well, Persephone, for example, and this idea that the feminine is able to travel through the lower worlds. Um, and as she does so, she is initiated and empowered, and then she rises again. We see this in the cycles of nature. We see this when we look at the land and how the land dies, and then it it lays fallow for a while and then life starts again and that there is a cyclical nature to her and that there is a never-ending nature to her and that she is eternal. Um, and even the language that we use around the feminine energies is quite languid and mystical. Now, the feminine energy, when she's off kilter, when she's not in alignment with God's spirit universe and birthing heaven on earth, can tip into destruction. So again, we can see this in the destructive elements, for example, of, of planet Earth, that sometimes we can have hurricanes and we can have volcanoes and the, you know, entire communities and landscapes can be obliterated by Mother Earth. As healing as she can be and nourishing and all our needs are met and there's always food and water and air for us to breathe, she can also destroy us. We see this in the destructive element of the harpy, um, of the siren, who will lure you to your death, who will destroy you. We see this in the destructive element of witchcraft, that there is white witchcraft and there's black witchcraft. We see this in the destructive element of the feminine, that she can be bitter and she can be vindictive and she can be manipulative and she can use her sex to manipulate men and women, the masculine and the feminine, that she can be destructive, that she can perform matricide. Um, that she can um, be the all-taker away. You know, just as she gives you nourishment, she can also starve you. The feminine, therefore, when she has been infiltrated by darker energies, so when she's been, um, she's either connected to dark energies or she's chosen to connect them or they've infiltrated her or she's been infiltrated by masculine energies that are not in the light, her feminine intuition, her ability to nourish and nurture um, and, to, and to really unconditionally love and unconditionally birth and hold space becomes toxic. It becomes tainted. It becomes smothering, uh, competitive, um, almost deadly. You know, if we think about the Black Widow or we think about um, mothers that abuse or we think about the kind of smothering nature uh, of the, the toxic nature of the feminine. 
of the dark arts, that's where she can go to. So how it will, would and can manifest is that um, this feminine energy is no longer creating uh, safe spaces in the world, but is instead um, creating places, spaces of toxicity, or she aligns with the toxic, toxic masculine energies, or she becomes very controlling, or she becomes very smothering, um, or she becomes almost de-feminized and tips over into those masculine energies. Um, it's a very toxic space that the feminine can go into, and sometimes you'll see it not only in your relationships, like with family members or friends or colleagues, but you can see it with healers who very much try and embody that feminine energy that when they are not aligned with the purest form of their feminine energy, their God-spirit universe energy, and they've got infiltrated by darker energies, that their healing spaces become toxic, that their healing spaces become um, nasty, you know, they become spaces of life and death, but more predominantly death. Uh, I remember many years ago, to, sh to give an example, doing an all-female workshop um, and it was very much around this, around, uh, you know, female energy and the empowerment of the feminine. And um, I went into this very young, very naive, and with a lot of respect for the space holders who'd been doing this for many years. And the space holders were two women, uh, very differing types of women. One was very movement-based and one was very kind of intellectual-based. And they held space together quite interestingly. And what had happened with them was kind of a bizarre thing to witness and that there was very little, they'd obviously tipped into or had their energies infiltrated by something that was of a lower vibration because what should have been a very nourishing, nurturing, womb-like space was brittle and toxic and um, the only way to describe it was as if you were being bitten, you know, and they, they liked to say that they would sting you, you know, that they were they were kind of following that path where... Uh, that was their medicine, but it didn't feel like the true essence of the feminine. Um, so what would they would do is you would be in circle or you would be having lunch or something, and then these really kind of toxic barbed comments would come at you, very judgmental, very kind of, you know, that just the negatives really of the feminine energy, the competitiveness, the bitchiness that women can fall into sometimes amongst themselves, which is their undoing. And they would often jump into that. And so I remember being on a lunch break once and talking about something and being surrounded by these two women. They sort of encircled me like harpies and really ripped me apart. They really started, you know, just saying the most cruel things to me and I burst into tears. And then they laughed and they said, oh, well, see, this is the medicine. This is how it works that, you know, one minute we're nourishing you and the next minute we bite you and that's our medicine. And off they went laughing. And that's when I knew that this really wasn't the right workshop for me. And then I watched them do that with other women and I watched them really bite at other women, you know, this real kind of ferocity and, and, and seeing the other women in circle, just feeling like I don't know why that came at me. And it was almost as if their energies, there's no other way of saying it, had been infiltrated by something really dark, whether they'd chosen to invite that into their life or it had been infiltrated by a darker masculine energy, I can't say. But it, they were off. This wasn't the truth of how you hold space in that feminine energy, which needs to feel 
open and accepting and like a womb. And your womb space, you know, the womb space for new life is not something, if the womb starts attacking the embryo and biting it, there's going to be no chance for life. The womb space is a nourishing space of unconditionality where there is constant nourishment and food and energy and movement and, and peace and, um, and a darkness that is nourishing, a darkness that is restful. And what had happened with these women is that darkness had been infiltrated and it had become just darkness, really. So that's what happens. That's an example to say that, you know, that's what happens when the feminine energy is off, when it's not of the highest vibration, when it's not aligned with God's spirit universe. And that can happen because that feminine energy has been infiltrated, knowingly or unknowingly, or has chosen to dance with darker forces, or has been infiltrated by a masculine energy that also isn't in the light. Um, often the feminine energy, you know, wants to find its power, and so will be drawn to things like witchcraft, and really drawn to the darker aspects of it, rather than the lighter white aspects of it. And once you've gone into that space, you know, she is a very very, that is a very toxic energy to then start to embody and to have sitting in the feminine or sitting in that physical embodiment um, or manifestation of the feminine energy. It's very, very toxic and it needs to be rooted out and it runs really deep. And of course, when the feminine is in that space, she also uses her sex to manipulate. So you get the siren energy, which is to manipulate men and women, manipulate the masculine and the feminine. And her sex energy, which is there to create and birth and bring life into the world and is a, is a source of creativity and great power, can then start to become something that is a source of destruction, um, that is a source of manipulation, that is a source of infiltration. Um, and of course, that can also come not only because it's being done willingly or through infiltration by darker forces, but because the feminine is wounded. So in the example of these two women in the workshop, I think one of them was probably infiltrated. There was a darkness to her and she was the movement person. But the other one was, um, my feeling with her was that there was a woundedness to her. There was trauma in her that she was sort of navigating and that sometimes that reared its head. And actually she spoke about trauma sometimes and I had a great affinity with her. I found her very intelligent and actually very compassionate, but there was something in her that had been unresolved. And so it was actually her wound that was playing out and then playing out as this um, dysfunctional, this off-kilter feminine aspect. Um, as I say in the masculine podcast, you know, the masculine energy podcast, we have masculine and feminine energies in us anyway. So this applies whether you're masculine or feminine, whether you're in choosing to identify with one or the other or neither, but it, it, we, we have that within us. So it is our duty to ask, you know, where does this feminine energy sit in me and what is it like? Is it young? Is it a child? Is it grown into a woman? Is it a crone? What stage is she at? Is she wounded? Is she aligned with the light? Is she aligned with the darkness? Has she been infiltrated? And so forth. Because when our feminine energy is in balance, and when we're connected to God's spirit universe and our higher selves, and we're walking in the light with it, we can literally birth and manifest anything instantaneously. We have the ability to do that when we are embodying our feminine energy at the highest vibration. And then when we embody the masculine energy at the highest vibration, we're able to literally create heaven on earth and also manifest 
great things in this world. But when one or the other or both is out of balance, not aligned, infiltrated, connected to the darkness, knowingly or unknowingly, then we're not going to be creating good stuff. We're going to create havoc, really, in one form or another, knowingly or unknowingly. And sometimes we can be connected to darker energies through no fault of our own, as in it can be trauma playing out, it can be residue of old relationships, it can be other stuff that's being put on us, and it can also be the relationships that we get involved in. So it'll play out, for example, with the feminine, when she merges with a masculine energy that is not of the light. She will lose her path, she will lose her way, she will lose her sense of self. And that's, her, that's how the feminine gets distracted. She gets enticed by a masculine energy. And the masculine energy that is not in the light will entice her away from her path. And the more she's away from her path and focused on him, I've got to, and him I mean that masculine energy, I've got to be with that energy, I've got to be with him, I've got to give up everything for him, I've got to move on the other side of the world to be with him, the more she loses her way and she loses her power because she's putting all of that power onto him. I've talked about a shamanic teacher that I worked with many, many years ago who was really manipulating a lot of his students and his clients and a lot of his students were in love with him or they thought they were in love with him because he was using sexual energy and magic to manipulate them. And I remember that we had a woman in circle who was, uh, she was a mother, she was, she was proper earth mother, you know, she was, she'd had, she had two, three or four kids, I think. Uh, she was a mother and she was a, a, a homemaker um, and an artist and just this incredible woman and she had so much power and wisdom in her. And over the time she got infiltrated by this masculine energy from this teacher. She went to him for healings and she was doing workshops with him and he infiltrated her. He saw her vulnerability. She lacked a lot of boundaries. She, I think there'd been abuse in her life. So she lacked a lot of self-worth and self-love. And rather than help her address those things, he preyed upon those things. And so over time, her energy got infiltrated by this masculine um, energy that wasn't in the light. And she gave more and more of her power away. And so you used to see that in circle. She would play the fool around him. She would put all of her love and all of her energy on him, but not on herself, not on taking care of her needs, making sure that her clothes fit her properly or that she'd washed properly or she'd eaten. She was often quite sort of ramshackle looking because she wasn't really focused on herself. And um, one glaring example being that this teacher was doing a workshop and it was um, away from home for her. So we travelled to go to this workshop workshop was a couple of hours long and we're in this room and we're drumming and we're doing this whole thing and I'm standing next to this woman and I remember feeling incredible pain in my body like grief but also incredible pain in my womb and as an empath and as an intuitive I pick up on things so it's part of my journey to becoming a healer so I was wondering where's that coming from this feels really off it doesn't feel like my energy anyway the workshop finishes and then we go to a local pizza place or something to, to get some food and she goes off to the bathroom and it's just me and another girl from the workshop and she's gone quite some time so we're worried about her so I go into the bathroom and I say are you okay you've been gone quite a while and she says she's having a miscarriage and that she'd been having that miscarriage she'd started in the morning and rather than tend to her needs and actually be with what was going on in her body she traveled to another city came to a workshop 
in order to support this teacher because that's how infiltrated she had become by his energies. She was so infiltrated by the toxic masculine that she was giving all of her energy, all of her power to this individual rather than to herself. And that is the key way in which the feminine gets infiltrated. She loses her path. She loses her way. She loses life, basically. And that's, I think that's why that example has come to me. And in actual fact, she'd gone to see him for a healing um, in the very early stages of her pregnancy. And he had said to her, this baby has no story. Uh, because I think it, she'd had a... So there, was, there, was, there was I won't go into too much detail, but there was something that was going on. And he said, this baby has no story. It, has no, it, it can't stay in you. And then she had a miscarriage. So his, his darkness, his energy, had infiltrated her in the healing. Of course it had. And she immediately miscarried a few days later. And even during the miscarriage of her child, her power was so infiltrated, it was so given over to this toxic masculine, that she was unable to really be with herself. And that's how the feminine energies get infiltrated. I use that example because I see it often with clients. The majority of my clients are women. And I see that, you know, we're doing the work, everything's going really well, they're really progressing, and then as often happens with this work, as you clear out your life and as you make changes in your life, you know, the out goes the old, in comes the new, and if you were craving a relationship, you'll probably meet someone, or, you know, if you wanted that child, a lot of my clients get pregnant, like, it's all very beautiful, they get that promotion, and so on, because they're doing the work, and I'll find that suddenly when things change, it's often because they've met someone, and they've gone into a relationship. And of course, it's not just, oh, they've met a man, you know, they could have met a woman as well. It's just that that new energy comes in. But when that new energy is not in the light, when it's not of a high vibration, when it's not of a higher vibration than them, or even matches their vibration, it pulls them into a lower frequency. And it's an infiltration. And either it's a, you know, it's a conscious infiltration, i.e., these mass, this, this energy has sought her out because here she is, a woman on her path about to step into her power and along come all the tests and initiations, which will happen. You know, we will be, the feminine will be distracted by sex, by money, by addictions, by drugs, by all the things that could take her off her path. So the minute that energy comes in, I see it in clients. They're not so committed to the work. They're not um, their energy gets really kind of funky and gunky, um, and they get distracted. They're not on the path anymore. And now they're putting off the rituals, and they're putting this off and that off because they're going to see their partner this weekend or they're traveling to the other side of the city to be with them or whatever. And that's an infiltration. That's a distraction to prevent the feminine from coming into her power. And, of course, this is a complete, um, you know, it's not an accident this is what happens the moment we stick our head above the parapet and we say, I want to walk in the light. I want to do good in the world. I want to bring heaven on earth. Every distraction will come in the way to test you, one, and to take you off your path. And so often what you're seeing is that it's an initiation for that feminine energy. You know, is she going to go down the path of being distracted by money or sex or drugs or whatever it is? Or is she going to stay true to what she knows is the path of her empowerment? With this example that I give of my teacher and this student, you know, this, this circle member had such huge power. She was an incredible healer. If she chose to step into it, 
and yet she she was faced with all these distractions, you know, and just, there were distractions of um, sex, of food, of this teacher, you know, that actually for her to step into her feminine power, it required her to say no to all of that because, of course, it was beneath her energy and to connect to her higher power, to God's spirit universe. But you see, when the feminine is not connected to her heart and to God's spirit universe through woundedness, through trauma, through lack of self-love, through lack of discipline, then she tips into other places. She either gets infiltrated or she tips into this toxic place of jealousy and attack and spitefulness. And this individual actually tipped into both. She allowed her her energy to be infiltrated by the masculine and then she became quite a nasty member of circle um, because she believed that she, her and this member, this teacher were meant to be together and of course he wasn't interested in her. He had a girlfriend. He was just manipulating her energy. And so when that truth came up for her, she got very nasty and very, you know, black widow, spider, um, toxic feminine. And all of that is just a prime example of what happens when the feminine is distracted when she's waylaid, when she's pulled off her path. Because when you're in your truth, when you're connected to your soul essence, God's spirit universe, when you're in the light, then you know that these are distractions. You know, you know that this is just taking you away from your power. Um, and that's not to underestimate how powerful these distractions are. I mean, I was a member of that circle too, and I could, I could feel myself getting sucked into this lower energy with this teacher but for whatever reason um my tenacity or stubbornness or whatever it was I didn't succumb as as uh, terribly as a lot of the women did and I I stayed true I stayed strong to my integrity and to what felt right and to my intuition and my spiritual guidance and to wanting to be in my power and not hand it all over to him um despite my woundedness despite the trauma in my past I still kept that awareness, and that's not to say that I'm more special than the next person, but sometimes that's the initiation, that's the test that's coming up for the feminine. I think it's really important to shine a light on these things, and I shine a light on it because I hope that wherever you are and whatever um, energy you identify with, I mean, we are both, that you're able to really kind of sit with that and ask, well, what's my feminine energy doing? You know, where's she at? Uh, is she toxic? Is she in pain? Is she wounded? Is she distracted? Has she been infiltrated? Because if we can bring that feminine energy into balance in us, then we really can create heaven on earth and we can be incredible healers in many different ways. It's also the seat of creativity and there's so much that we can birth in the world. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. The sacred union sessions that I offer are really about this. They're about the union of the masculine and the feminine within us to bring it into a space of unity. But there's also podcasts and blog posts and there's a really nice meditation called the Connect to Your Beloved Meditation that is on the website as well. Um, And of course you can donate via the donations button. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace, abundance and unity. Until the next time.